Hello everyone, and welcome to Project Likute Torah, Daf Memvav, page 46, Parshas Nitzavim, and on the topic of Rosh Hashanah. The discourse that we're learning is the Maimar Kikaroi Velecha Davra which is one of the 12 Psukim, as well as um, this discourse in Parshas Nitzavim, Pasuk in and this discourse takes up the entire page. The gamer that this mitzvah that I Hashem commanded you today is not far from you, but rather it is very accessible to you in your mouth, etc., etc., to do it. So in order to understand this verse, we must we first need to understand the double expression in the in the previous verse that that it doesn't quote uh, directly, but the previous verse says that it is not removed or far. So the word niflace and rechayka is a double expression. So, however, the idea is as follows: the word niflace comes to the word pella, as in the verse, lefale, to separate oneself from something permissible, lefale neder, uh, to separate oneself uh, with a vow, as both the Targum Unculus and Rashi translated there. Now this idea it will be understood from the following quote of Elizar. There are three levels that are bound up with each other, Hashem, the Torah, and the Jewish people. Each of these three levels has a sasim, a hidden aspect, and the galio, the revealed outer aspect. Meaning that each one of these three levels has a saiviv aspect, encompassing aspect, and a mamale aspect, a permeating aspect. The male is the aspect that can be limited to a format that can be understood and grasped, is therefore called the galia, the revealed outer aspect. The level of saiviv is above our ability to know and understand. Is therefore sasim from us. It's hidden from us. In the Torah as well, there are these two levels of galia and sasim. And in the Jewish people, there are these two levels of galia and sasim. We quote from the Zayar that Israel is kashrain That the Jewish people are connected to the Torah. This means the knowledge of the Torah is already invested in every single Jew. As it says in Rus, Miguel's Rus, Zeis. The funny, meaning, and this was before in the in the Jewish people. So the word zois is this is reference to the Torah, and the word lefanim before can also mean the pnimiusam to their innermost being. Thus, the phrase can be interpreted, and this Torah is already invested within the soul of every Jew. Now the quote of the Zohar continues, And the Torah is connected to Hashem, since the Torah is completely unified with Hashem. Meaning that the Torah is an, the intermediary that connects and binds Hashem's divinity with the Jewish people. And this is true regarding the levels of both Seviv, Mamale, and Seviv. The Torah connects the Galia, the revealed aspect of the Jewish souls to the Galia of Hashem, the revealed aspect of Hashem, which is how the Mamale permeates all worlds. 
and how Hashem is Mamali. And it, meaning the Torah, connects the inner aspect of the Jewish souls to the inner aspect of Hashem, which is how He is Soivev, and how He is um, encompassing all worlds. The Torah is able to do this because He also has these two levels of Sasim and Galia. This is the meaning of the verse, Ki mitzvah for this mitzvah that Hashem commands you is, it is not removed from you. The verse means to say that it is not separate from you at all, since it is a reference to the level of Mamale of the Torah, which is already invested in the essence of every, of the soul of every Jew. And when the verse says it is not Rechaika, Vale Rechaika, he, is a reference to the level of Seva of the Torah, which is not directly invested in us, but is not far away either, since it shines into us in an encompassing manner. The meaning of that I command you today is that every day the Torah should be in our eyes like something new since the Torah is eternal and unchanging. Every day we say that it is today they receive the Torah mitzvahs. Similarly, as it says in the verse in Devarim, that Hashem says, so I commend you today. There are sages commented on this verse. This means that every day the words of Torah should be like something new in your eyes. As it says, Today is for doing this and tomorrow is for receiving the reward. We see that the entire time of this world, when we do mitzvahs up until tomorrow, meaning the world to come, which is the time of the reward, is called today, Hayoim. Now, Rosh Hashanah, we say, This is the day, the beginning of your works. Meaning that in every Rosh Hashanah, there's a new Hayoim, a new today, which brings a new ability to fulfill mitzvahs, i.e. a new today to do mitzvahs, and this new strength and capability to fulfill mitzvahs is then drawn down into the rest of the year. However, we need to understand what our sages said, that a person is judged every day, not only in Rosh Hashanah. Also, Rosh Chodesh is called Rosh Chodeshim, the heads of the months, and Shabbos is the head of the week. So every month, Hashem gives a new power for the entire month and on Shabbos for the entire week. Like it says, and it will be that every month on Rosh Chodesh, and every week on Shabbos, all flesh will come before me, says Hashem. As it says in Yeshaya. Now the Indian is that Hashem is beyond the limitations of time. Therefore, all of time of the six days of creation, which is, represents the 6,000 years of existence, were created in one thought, of Hashem, as we say in Rosh Hashanah prayers, who gazes and peers until the end of all generations in one look and glimpse. As it says, and so that's a Pasuk from, uh, sorry, that's part of the Nusach of Rosh Hashanah, on the Musach Rosh Hashanah. And also we have a Pasuk in Zechariah that says, Vyatza Kavark Chitsoi. His arrow goes forth like a flash of lightning referring to the flash of his one thought that can see and perceive all of the seventies of creation, 
the 7,000 years of creation at one time. This includes also the days of Mashiach and the Tchis Mason. Now, so too, there are 50,000 Yoival years, Yoival cycles. So, which would be 2.5 million levels of awareness of Hashem. It's 50,000 times 50. Which are levels of divine revelation, spiritual ascent, elevation after elevation, all of these millions of levels were created in one thought of Hashem, which is the general life force of all the worlds and levels and all of time. As it is written, to him it says that you, Hashem, open your hand to satisfy every living thing with its desire, with its ratan, meaning that there are many levels and types of living beings, each one receiving a unique life from Hashem, as it is written in Yeshaya. That each and every living being will thank you. This is why the verse says, "Lachol chai." Uh, in the in the Ashrei in the, in the Pesach Sedachim, "Lachol chai ratzen." For every living being, since every world receives its own specific life force from Hashem, however, all of the specific types of life force derive from one singular, simple ratzon, desire of Hashem to create the world. And when this desire comes down through a series of levels, until it reaches the level of speech of Hashem above, then it divides into ten statements of creation that are recorded in the beginning of Parshish Bratius and into the specific life force of each created being. That, by way of analogy, it says in Eif, the Mibsari Echazelokah, that from my flesh I can see Hashem, meaning that just like in a person's speech, the information becomes divided up into many specific details, but when it is still in his thought, all the information included in many words of speech is included in one thought. How much more so above regarding Hashem's speech and thought that all of the specific types of life that is invested in each creature through Hashem's speech are all included as one general life force in Hashem's thought. Now, Vahine, all of the life of the year is drawn down in Rosh Hashanah. New paragraph. Since Adam was created on Rosh Hashanah, whereas the world in general is created on the 25th of Elul, and on the sixth day of creation, Adam was created in Hashem's image and likeness, meaning that his soul included the inner dimension and purpose of all of the creations. As it is written, and Hashem blew into Adam's nostrils the soul of life. The Pasik says, that meaning that his soul contained all of the life of all the souls. Therefore, on every Rosh Hashanah, there's a new combination of letters of Hashem's statement that Vahi, uh, that the let us make Adam in our image and likeness. That um, And this new statement is a revelation from the source of life, Mekor Chaim, the Hashem, 
which encompasses all worlds and is the general life force for all, the entire year. And every year there's a new combination of letters in order to bring down the new life force of the new year. Afterward, the general life force that was drawn down on Rosh Hashanah becomes divided into specific allocations of energy, which are spread out over the 12 months, and each month receives its life from the general revelation of life on Rosh Hashanah, and each day of the month receives a specific amount of life from the general life force revealed on Rosh Chodesh. Therefore, sages say, and said in uh, Gemara Rosh Hashanah, Which holiday do we celebrate when the new moon is hidden? It's Rosh Hashanah. This is because it is the general source of life for the entire year. Therefore, the specific life force associated with a particular month, the month of Tishrei, is nullified. So the general life force of the entire year, like a ray of light, is nullified in front of the entire light of the sun. Now this is similar to what we say in our daily prayers, Baruch Sha'amar Blessed be Hashem who spoke once and the world came into being, referring to the one statement that contains the general life force for the entire world. This is the meaning of what our sages said in Pirkei that the world could have been created with Maimer Achad, with one statement, meaning that on a certain level, the world actually was created with one statement, which is the general life force of all of creation. The Baruch Sha'amar prayer continues, Baruch Sha'amar Baruch Blessed be Hashem who says and makes things. This refers to Hashem's specific statements that bring down a specific life force, which is a new letter combination for every day. Similarly, the life force of one year is not the same uh, life force as the previous year. This is what we say in the prayers of Rosh Hashanah. This day is the beginning of your works. Since on this day, there's a new revelation of energy for that year from the general life force that includes the life force of all of the years for all time. So too, regarding the Torah, it says, these words of the Torah that I, Hashem, command you today, since every day the Torah needs to descend through all the spiritual levels until it comes down to be expressed in actual time. Every day there's a new revelation of Torah that comes down into the limitations of time. This is why we say every day the bracha of Noisein HaTorah, who gives the Torah, meaning in the present tense, which means there's a new revelation of Torah uh, from its new level of existing beyond time and how it exists within the parameters of time. So too, the Jewish people's souls are renewed each day, like it says in Eicha, they are new every morning so they can make great their faith in you, Hashem. Meaning that every day a person needs to reawaken his faith in Hashem on a new level. He then draws new faith from the source of faith in Hashem. For it says unto him, Yamim Yutsaru. Days are formed by Hashem for each person. That all the days of a person's life that are at least around 70 years were formed and designated by Hashem exactly how many years each person will live. And the verse concludes, 
This is a verse in Tehillim. That when there was not anyone created yet, meaning these were formed by Hashem for each person, even before there was any, uh, when there was not Veloi, uh, there was not anyone created yet. But this is according to the way Veloi is written with the letter Aleph. However, according to how it is read as Veloi with a Vav, the meaning is Veloi and to him. So we can read the verse, Yom Mitzar Veloi Achad meaning with a Vav, so that the, the meaning changes that day that to to mean that the days were formed for each person and the purpose for him is to reveal the oneness of Hashem in each of those days. Because there's a it's a difference between the Kri and the Ksiv and how it's written versus how it's read. So um now this means that the days that Hashem designated as the lifespan for each person is in order that he reveal and improve the faith in Hashem's oneness that is shining into him on a new and increased level each day. This is the meaning of Rabba Munasecha, we say in the Modani prayer, that great is the faith in you. The meaning of Rabba is a reference to the truly great and limited level of how Hashem Saivev encompasses all worlds. This unlimited level is the source of a person's faith in Hashem's oneness. Now, how does he reawaken his faith in Hashem every day? Through seeing each day that in the night Hashem makes the sun set, and every morning he makes the sun rise um, and makes people and animals wake up from sleep. And this power of Hashem is continually making this happen in according to the order he arranged. From this, you'll recognize that Hashem Himself, the Creator of time, must be higher than time. So that is the end of chapter one. Now, moving on to chapter two of the discourse. I space. Vihine. Now, this revelation of Hashem in a present soul exists on two levels. The male and Seviv. The male um, is the name of light that becomes invested and grasped in the person's mind in such a way that he can understand the Shem's revelation. As it is written in the uh, parsha, Vacharta Vachaim Avas Hashem. Kihu Chayacha. She'll choose the life to love Hashem because he is your life. Now, since choosing something is what a person does in their mind when he decides to choose what he understands to be good and to despise what he understands to be bad, whereas love is a feeling in the heart and the person first needs to decide that something is good based on his understanding before he can come to love the opposite. In our context, this means that a person needs to train his mind to think about the fact Hashem is truly good, and that He is the source of His life, so that He will agree intellectually to choose life, meaning choose Hashem. As it says in the Pasuk, uh, that see that I, Hashem, place before you today 
and that you should choose life, meaning referring to the divine life force of the heaven and earth that we see. And not to choose or to associate with the physical aspect, which is all the pleasures of this world, which are all temporary, and therefore end up rotting and decomposing, and are thus called mavis, dead, since they are temporary and will eventually stop existing. This is in contrast to the life of Hashem, which lasts forever. After a person uses his mind to decide to recognize that Hashem is good, since he is the true life of everything, then he is able to come to love Hashem, for he is your life, ki hu chayecha. Meaning that he is the true life of all, as it is written in Tehillim, ki imcha mekarchaim, for ye, with you is the source of life. This is the mamale aspect of the person's soul, when the love of Hashem is expressed and grasped in his mind, and this brings to the level of loving Hashem with all your heart and all of your soul. Whereas the soivev level of the soul is called b'chol me'idacha, loving Hashem with all of your might, beyond the limitations of a person's intellect. Note, now the Samachetic notes here, that there are two levels of tshuva, Similarly, tshuva tata and tshuva ilah. Just as a parenthetical note. Now, we need to explain the above-mentioned concept. How is it possible for a person to serve Hashem with the soivev level that is beyond the limitations of intellect? This is only possible through tshuva and a way of mysterious nefesh giving themselves over to Hashem beyond all calculations. This will be understood better based on what is explained elsewhere. The Torah does not give an explanation of the reason why a Jew needs to have Mr. Snafesh sacrifice and give up his life rather than commit one of the cardinal sins. Whereas it does give a reason why a Yid should love Hashem, as is written, because he is your life. Now, this is because the regular love of Hashem to have some logic and understanding of how Hashem is our life and similar concepts, which works in a way that one level brings to another level, i.e. intellect brings to emotion. It's not so regarding Mr. Nefesh that the Torah does not give an explanation for since it is derived from the a level of the soul that is beyond intellect, which is the simple faith in Hashem that is beyond all calculations whereby one connects to Hashem as he is saivev, as he encompasses all worlds. This is why our sages say that in, one, in the place where Baal Tshuva stands, one does, um, even a perfect tzari cannot stand. To better understand the reason for this, we'll quote three verses. The first verse says, I am first and I am last. The second verse is in Bidvar Hashem. Uh, that with the words of Hashem, the heavens were made. Meaning that creation from Hashem happens through speech. Now the third verse we're quoting here is the beginning of the Torah. It says, Bereshis bara Elohim. That implies that creation happens uh, ex nihilo, something from nothing. The idea behind this is, is as follows. Creation of the worlds cannot simply come from 
from cause and effect, like how a person works. In a person, a person's emotions derive from his intellect, and his speech derives from his emotions. In a way of um, each connected to the next level. Now, when a person has an emotion in his heart, is expressed in his breathing, and then becomes expressed in his voice and his speech, and his voice is formed from the breath that comes, that come in connection with his emotion. All these levels descend by way of ilavalo. However, the creation of the worlds does not come through terchistalshulos. A chain-like process of descending interconnected levels, since the statement of Hashem that there be a sky is not in the same category of existence as a physical sky, so that it would make sense that from Hashem's statement, a physical sky should come into being, since Hashem's statement is divine and beyond the category of the existence of physical reality. Since even millions and billions of levels of contractions and concealments of Hashem's light through Ilavalu, through a chain-like progression of cause and effect, will not help to create physical matter, even the physical matter of the sky, from the sense of spiritual levels. Rather, this is only from the Koyach of Inseif Barchul, and from Parvasham, which is all-powerful and can create a physical sky through his divine statement of Yehirakia, in the manner of Yishmain. This creative power does not come through a series of levels, but it's the level of Dilug. It jumps from one reality to a totally different reality. So too, all of the created beings derive from the Creator in a manner of Yishmain. Not through a chain-like series of levels. Since it is logically impossible from any creative being, even the highest level of creations, which is supernal wisdom to be derived from even the lowest level of divinity, which is Hashem's speech, which is the level of how Hashem reveals himself. This is because the category of creator is opposite from the category of creations. Even regarding to regarding the existence of Chachma to the world of Atsilus, from the Hashem's infinite truth, it says, and wisdom, Chachma comes from absolute nothingness, meaning that even for there to be a level of Atta, you, Hashem, Atta, Atta, that Hashem, you are wise without the noble attribute of wisdom, which is how Hashem's infinite light becomes invested in Chachma of Atsilus. This cannot come about through Derchrishtalshlus. Rather, it has to be a diluk, a jump from one reality to of infinitude to a completely different reality of Chachma. Now, whatever is mentioned in the Sfarim uh, regards to Kabbalah regarding the Derchrishtalshlus, Ilavalu, it's not speaking about how creations come into existence from their creator. Um, now, parenthetical note. We'll skip the parenthetical note from the Tzemach Tzedek. 
Um, and moving on, that this is the meaning of Ani. I am Ani Rishai. I am the first. Meaning that in order for the beginning of the order of the worlds, which is Chachma, to come into existence, it is not possible through a gradual descent of levels. Rather, that wisdom will be found from absolute nothingness. This is the meaning of Ani Rishin Vani Achrin. Sorry, Ani Rishin. So this is the union of Ani Rishin. Since the letters of Ani are the same level letters as Ayin, Aleph Yud Nun, Aleph Nun Yud. And we can also explain Ani Achrin to mean that in order for the physical heavens, heaven and earth, to come into existence from the divine statements, which a chain like gradual descent of levels, will not bring this. It will not bring this about. Meaning, meaning that uh, rather it is yesh ma'ain, creation something from nothing. Um, this power of creation for physical existence is derived from how Hashem is Saiv of Kal Almin. Hashem encompasses all worlds. Therefore, all existence needs to come from the ultimate source, which is called Ayn, which is nothingness, um, which is beyond, completely beyond our ability to understand. And therefore, in order to draw down this light, especially on Rosh Hashanah, when the general life force of the entire year is drawn down, one needs to serve Hashem on the saviv level of the nefesh, of the soul, which is completely beyond all limitations of intellect. Now this level is reached specifically through tshuva, when a person has mysterious nefesh to Hashem, like the story of Eliezer ben Durdaya, which means giving over one's will and desires to Hashem. Now, similarly, in our contexts, the idea of Mr. Nefesh means at least to give over one's will to Hashem by giving over all the physical desires a person has to nullify his will to Hashem's will. Now, there's four ways to do this. There's Oitzimenov, uh, it says in Yeshaya, to close one's eyes from seeing inappropriate things. Um, also to guard one's hearing, guarding one's speech, uh, and guarding one's thoughts, as it says in uh, in Parsha Shlach. It says, in, in the Shema it says, you shall not stray after your thoughts of your heart. This all expresses how a person nullifies his will to Hashem. Now, nullifying one's will is also in regard to doing good things, so that he should do things even if he has to force himself to do them. By doing everything Hashem wants, even when it is the opposite of the desires of his animal soul. Now this is also the idea of Mr. Nafesh, giving over oneself to Hashem. Since the Gemara says in uh, Bavakama, what is the difference if someone is completely dead or half dead? Either way, he cannot function. 
So too, killing the desires of the animal soul is considered like a person is giving up his life for Hashem. This also subdues the sitra achra, the un- opposite side of holiness, the unholiness, to be having a broken and crushed heart. Lev nishbev nidke. Another verse in Tilim says, Adam uvahima teishia, Shem saves people and animals, meaning that when one considers himself like a domestic animal that has no will of its own, he'll push away his physical desires, as it is written in Tilim. I do not want anything else together with you, Hashem. Meaning that even the highest spiritual levels that are with you, that are imcha, that 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 Hashem is the one who knows and is united with His knowledge, and He and His spheres of itself are all one. Irvagamechad. Even these levels a person does not truly want. Rather, that my flesh and heart yearn only for Hashem Himself, as it says in environment. It says, that Hashem is close to anyone that calls out to Him, meaning that we call to Hashem Himself and not to His attributes, because it says, refers to his pronoun, Hashem's pronoun, which alludes to, uh, it doesn't say his name directly, so therefore it alludes to his essence, as opposed to any revelation of his essence. <sighs> now, if we are not even supposed to be interested in the spheres of Atsilas, how much more so should we not be interested in any material desires? Through this process of giving over one's desires to Hashem, one can come to the level of loving Hashem, which brings down the light of how Hashem is soivev calming. Since by giving over the revealed desires of his animal soul and operating based on his deeper hidden level of connection to Hashem, he is able to reach the source of all revelation, which is called Ayn. It is written in Tehillim, that Hashem is close to all who call to Him with MS, with truth. Now this is the meaning of the phrase, that um, calling out in Torah study, meaning, um, as it says in the, in the Gemara and Brachas, in the Mishnah Brachas, that the simple meaning is reading the Torah out loud, that one should read Torah out loud. However, we can also interpret it to mean kaire, calling out to the source, meaning Hashem as He is beyond all worlds, worlds to be drawn down into the Torah. This is because the Torah comes forth from the level of Chachma uh, wisdom. And Chachma me ein timatse. Chachma is can be will be found from nothing, meaning in a manner of Yishma ein. We'll find Chachma in a manner of Yishma ein, but through the person's mysterious nefesh, he draws down from the source of everything that from Hashem that he is seviv um, into the Torah that. 
from the source into the Torah, as it exists in the level of Chachma. Now, this is what it means, Vasisem Oisam, as it says in the Shema, that you should do them. And do not read the verse as simply saying, Altikra Oisam Ela Atem. Read Atem. You all, you the Jewish people, are make, are the ones that are Vasisem, are making them into mitzvahs in the first place. This is called Asiyasa Mitzvah, making the mitzvahs, and not simply fulfilling the already existing mitzvahs. Rather, it is making something new, which is new expression of life from Hashem for all the worlds. This comes as a result of the new dedication of a Jew to Hashem and a new desire from Hashem to create the world and give us mitzvahs. This is the meaning of the verse quoted at the beginning of the Mimer for this matter of the Torah and mitzvahs is very accessible to you, la soy soy, to make it happen. Meaning la soy soy, ki kar velacha davar, la soy soy. Davarman fichavavcha la soy soy. So what is the significance of the word la soy soy? The word la soy soy means to, to make it, to make it happen from new or to draw down a new desire from Hashem, which is the ultimate source, uh, Yishmain. And this is why in the Musaf Prayer Rosh Hashanah we say, Vasisam Oila, that um, we say that uh, you shall make a burnt offering for Hashem, since we make the Smitzvah by awakening Hashem's desire for it. Now, some more explanation on this. Uh, it says, Ki niskav that Hashem's name is exalted. It is alone with Him. And it says in Pirkei Durabiliazer that before the world was created, there was only Hashem and His name. Hashem's name is not part of His essence. Just like a person like his, is uh, not completely one with His name, Reuven or Shimon, is just a limited expression of the essence of the person. So too, Olam Haba, the world to come, was created with the letter Yud of his name. And this world was created with the letter Hey of his name. All the levels of creation are derived only from Hashem's name. But through Mr. Snefesh, giving oneself over to Hashem, one draws down from Hashem as his soivev, as he encompasses all worlds equally, since this type of service reaches the ultimate source of everything. Now, this is the meaning of the ver- our verse in Pashtun that this mitzvah that I command you today, meaning the world word, anechi, is referring to Hashem Himself, literally, His very essence, which is above and beyond the level of any name or revelation. And therefore, this is called uh, making anew. His desire for Torah and his desire to cre- recreate the world anew. Now, this is what it means, Baficha, uh, in your mouth. Uvilvavcha. So, Baficha refers to Torah, Uvilvavcha refers to Teshuva, to repentance and return. And this is what it means, La Saisai, that. It is as if we are actually making his words of the Torah, the Hashem's words of Torah, and it, we're making Hashem's words of the Torah, and not just fulfilling them, 
as explained above. This is similar to what it says in Shmuel Beis, that and King David made a name, meaning he made Hashem's name greater through his spiritual accomplishments. This is why we say regarding Musa, Fana, Rosh Hashanah, Vasisam, since Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of Tchilas Masecha, when we make and build up Hashem's words, this is accomplished by drawing into them from the ultimate source, which is called Ayn, since it is beyond all worlds. And this is why we say in the verses describing Hashem's Malchus and Lucifer Rosh Hashanah, Another explanation of this is similar to how it says in the Zohar. It says in the Zohar, um, the verse in Bracious, um, in Hashem Vayas Hashem Lasara, Hashem made for Sarah as he promised her. So explaining that Asiya, making something new, is the highest level. Meaning that from this service, I hear service of Hashem in a way of Mr. Nefesh, we are able, la soisoi, to make and create everything in the world, Yishma'ayin, from a level higher than the chain, like, than the Seder Shashos. This is through the inner love for Hashem to the point that um, as it says in Tehillim, I do not desire anything with you, since the word means a very inward desire and yearning, which comes from thinking about the fact that all of the worlds only derive from the level of time, and all of time is just one thought of Hashem, one single limited revelation of Hashem that contains all of time and spaces at once, which is like absolutely nothing compared to Hashem, who is, who in his very essence and being is above and beyond the category of time. This is why our sages established in the Sirs Shuva that there are ten soul powers in a person, ten koiches and nefesh, three intellectual, seven emotional, and all ten of these aspects need to be elevated to Hashem through teshuva. Until Yom Kippur, when a Jew reaches the highest level, as it is written regarding Yom Kippur, in Vayikra, you shall be purified, meaning that on a level higher than Hashem's name of Havaya. This elevation is accomplished through Teshuva, in particular. In Teshuva itself, there are two levels, Teshuva Tata'a, and Shuvila, lower and higher level Chuva. Chuva Tata is the level of Mamali calling Mamali Shabbatafish. That permeates the level of the soul, the permeating aspect of the soul, which is expressed in one's thought, speech, and action. By connecting all of these aspects to Hashem, each person according to his capacity. This level of Chuva corresponds to the love of Hashem, all aspects of your heart, revealing the hidden love of the divine soul and transforming the material desires of the animal soul, and with all your soul garments, meaning with thought, speech, and action. However, la, higher level tshuva, corresponds to the soivev level of the soul, which is expressed in the love of Hashem, that's, um, 
that is the highest level, with all your might, even this level is accessible to you. It's karvelacha. Ki karvelacha davar ma'oid. This is accessible, b'chol m'nadecha, with all your might. It's near, it takes, this level of b'chol m'nadecha is near and accessible to you. And as we explained above, the beginning of the mimer, the meaning of the double expression in the verse, ki mitzvah hazois, for this mitzvah, that is not distant from you, but rather is accessible to you. So this explains everything we spoke about. And that is the, um, the end of the discourse. Very powerful, powerful discourse to show that through through giving up our own money, to Hashem, that we are able to reach the highest level of seviv within our nefesh. Have a wonderful day.